Hey guys, so we're finally here with part two of the Cactus interview. If you haven't listened to part one yet, make sure to go back and listen to that before listening to this. It'll give you a bit of context. Uh, but other than that, we'll jump right into things and hope you enjoy the episode. This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts. Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. Okay, so I'm super interested to hear about like the whole process of getting socks, you know, manufactured, designed, getting the right material. Was that a difficult process or with the connections you had, was it was it a, a streamlined sort of deal? Are socks easy? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> There's so much that goes into a sock. Yeah. Like it's amazing to me. Yeah. So no. It was super difficult because we did it all wrong because we didn't know initially where our manufacturing was going to be, right? We wanted it to be in the U.S., but there's very few manufacturers left in the U.S. Yeah, and they're a lot more expensive, right? Right, especially with the types of machinery that we wanted. And that's why our socks are so soft is because of the needlepoint that we use is finer than others and just different things. So... Is this huge process. Kristen was, she's worked with socks forever. She was able to find a manufacturer and kind of do that. Cactus team. She's out in Western Massachusetts. Okay. So she's kind of been in the industry for a long time in socks and she's really passionate and she's really, really good at what she does. So, right. How'd you guys find her? Went at a trade show in Vegas. In Vegas, you say in Vegas. Well, in Vegas, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) that's where a lot of trade shows are. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. before you said trade show, yeah, it was in the trade show in Vegas. And she just like we were working at other little sock startup, and we had a little booth there. And she walked in and just started, just started talking socks. And I was like, Who are you, the sock doctor? She's like, Yeah, actually, I think I am. (laughs) I think I am. So I said, Let's keep in contact, and we've kept in contact. And so she she was on board and part of helping us find a U.S. manufacturer. And yeah educating us about what we didn't know about socks because right. socks are, are pretty delicate it's and pretty, crazy. pretty intricate. So, so yeah, we just started the de- design process like totally opposite. Mm-hmm. And so we had some cute designs and we wanted to go that route. So and there's then, some limitations, right? right? So there's some limitations for sure that we learned a lot about, you know. Yeah, but we didn't know this until we had a manufacturer. Correct. So we like chose cotton colors based on the designs and we okay. did all this stuff. Yeah. And then it was just like, nope, none of that's going to work out, right? We, we kind of changed because we basically made a decision that the most important thing or one of the most important things for us was to be USA made. Yes. And, and the quality. Because they, yeah, it's all, for us, it's always been about quality, 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 right? Like for how do you sure. make the best thing you possibly can? How do you have, re- I, I love relationships. I love people. Mm-hmm. I found that working in China is very, um, or just overseas in general, right? Tends to be very transactional. Right here, how many, how many thousands, dozens do you want? We'll make them for you. We'll deliver them to you, and that's the, the end of that. Yeah. Where I have a personal relationship with my manufacturer, a really, really good dude, and that was something that was important to me is having a relationship with them. 
uh, and being USA made. So that's kind of what changed our focus is we're right. trying to find a manufacturer thinking that we can go out and do the, all these different things. We realized that there were some limitations here in the United States that, uh, you know, that we basically kind of had to pivot a little bit. Yeah. Min- well, min- like stream. a whole lot. Yeah. We pivoted a whole lot. But that's, <laughs> but, that's, but, that, but, but for people that are listening to this, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's reality, right? Yeah. I mean, you think you know what you're going to do and you go out and you do it and you try to execute the game plan. And, you're and then you're like halfway through, you're like, okay, it's okay to make, cha- it's okay to make changes. Yeah. Right? As you learn different things, you have different information. That's important. So we went from thinking there would be like a team of people being able to do the designs, right, to realizing that we had... Bruce. <laughs> one guy. A one man show that's yeah. like what, 57, uh-huh. 56? <laughs> uh. Bruce doesn't do cute things so well, right? Okay. <laughs> so, the cha- so the challenge is here in the United States because over the last 30 years, a lot of the textile industry have all gone overseas, right? Yeah. 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 And so what it's done is there's a big talent gap right now. So that's one of the challenges um, that you have is finding people that can actually do what you want them to do. Yeah, you can go to China and find people that have been doing it for the last 20 years and right. they know how to make the machines or they got, uh, you know, a, a design department of 30 people or 50 people, people, right? You know what I mean? It all can just design socks. That's all they need to do. Where here in the States, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. Yeah. So we, we, we learn quickly that how to, how to, how to, you know, work with, work with that group. Right. Yeah. So our designs went from being like, fun and bright and whatever to like very very basic yeah more everyday type stuff which has been awesome yeah. like awesome the hardest thing to work with is the fact that we chose cotton colors before we knew this so there's the colors that we have now that i'm like oh yeah. i wouldn't have chosen that if i knew it was yeah. gonna yeah. have to be so simple right yeah. but we're making it work it's yeah it's actually kind of a challenge and kind of fun to like say, okay, what? Here are the limitations. What's the weirdest thing we can do with this? That's super cool. And, it, and, and it's, it's helped us change, like focus on like, okay, what are we really trying to do? And you know, we're just trying to make daily essential type right. socks, right? That are that are fun, but aren't super crazy. Where they got like watermelons or you know, <laughs> yeah. pizzas or random stuff yeah, right. on them and stuff like just that, and just kind of like an everyday every staple type of a That's sock, cool. which is what we want to be. Yeah. Right. So we've had a change, you know, we, yeah. didn't th- we didn't think that going into it, right? We thought we'd do a little bit more, uh, you know, sophisticated designs and okay. things like that. But we realized that there were um, some limitations. And so we just, we had to pivot and we think we like where we landed, but we constantly were learning as we got into this process. For sure. You think you know everything we're and still you get into learning. it. No question. And you it's look always into adjusting, it. right? Oh, that's for it, sure. You know, so, so I think that's where the, the, the important decisions are need to be made yeah. as, you're, as you're learning more information. Like how do you pivot? To, to, to take advantage of the best you know, the opportunities that are there. So did you guys have like a specific customer in mind when you were getting started and then did that have to shift when you changed the design or is it more for like just We definitely anyone? had a specific customer. I don't know if that has shifted as much as the other parts of the socks. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and that's, I mean, I think the targeted customer is who is ordering most of the time. Yeah. And who's loving our socks. But I don't know. We added men's a little earlier than we anticipated. Anticipated just to kind of see how they'd go. Uh-huh. And then so those socks like we only had a couple stripe color combinations and then we had men asking for like the weight the shorter ones yeah, yeah. because they liked them and mm-hmm. shorter crews. 
So we're actually working on those right now. Oh, cool. Our manufacturer just quit or yeah, finish got finished knitting those. Nice. Um, so that's coming. Uh, we have a lot of people ask for kids, but we can't do kids with the machines that we have. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's something we've got to figure out. But I mean, anywhere from, I don't know. My daughter's 14. All of her friends love the socks and even younger because they look small like you would look at this and think that it was a kid's sock right but because it's made with the supima cotton it stretches but then it goes back like that's what's so cool about our socks and the using the best cotton there is like it stretches and forms to your feet and it keeps your feet cool in the summer but warmer in the winter but then when you wash them it like goes goes back back. it's not how it's crusty like he was talking about his other cotton socks right yeah they don't get all crusty and gross they like wash super well and go back to the theme so yeah a lot of people are like are these women's socks (laughs) socks. just trust me yes they're women's socks (laughs) it's really funny but um yeah, man, there's just been a lot of things to learn. And like Bruce still is like, I mean, I can't do the Bruce accent because you can really barely understand the Bruce accent. <laughs> is that English? <laughs> where's, where's the man? Where's Bruce at? He's in Alabama. Okay, cool. cool. So, but like backwoods, like he okay. is from a whole nother I don't know. He's, he's like awesome. a swamp person. <laughs> he's, 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 he's the coolest dude ever. But he'll be like, I mean, if you guys will like, you know, I can't do these six and eight dozens. If you can help me like run them my machines, you know, this many things, you know, and we're just like, that would have been nice to know. Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> like two years ago, we could have made your life a lot yeah. easier. Yeah. If you would have told us that. Yeah. And you just told us that last week. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's just like. Constantly learning. Yes. Yeah. Constantly yeah. learning. But it's fun because he'll call Bruce on just a random night. But he knows like Bruce goes to bed at like. Seven. What? Seven his time, which is like four our time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. It's like I gotta call Bruce to see how it's going, yeah. but he's up early and doing stuff, and it's just hilarious. I have conversations recorded between the two, just so other people oh, can funny. enjoy, yeah. enjoy the interaction, right? Because it's great. That's cool. Where did the and, name come from? Oh boy, that was another hard thing because try trademarking something, yeah. <laughs> anything, yeah. in t- 2018 when we started this, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that was another thing. I think Kristen found somewhere a definition of a cactus. Well, so we yeah, so we live so we live obviously here in, in Arizona, right. and yeah. saguaro cactus. We wanted it pretty, to be meaningful. We wanted it to be meaningful, and I think that you know really the whole purpose of us all coming together. So we have Kristen, we have Allie, which is she lives in the Salt Lake area, and she's kind of our brand manager and our photographer, and then it's the two of us. So the four of us kind of came together and said, "Hey, let's build this." And the biggest thing is, is we wanted to, again, we wanted to have impact. We realized that everybody has hard in their lives, right? Like you have hard and I have hard and your neighbor has things that are challenging in their lives. And, yeah. and, uh, and the cactus as well, you know, it survives and really, really it's like harsh. Resilient, difficult. you know, really so it is. has meaning. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and harsh it, conditions huh. and different things. And so the cactus is like super resilient. That's cool. Anyway, so she found a definition, but it also has a super cool meaning of like providing warmth and protection. Well, it and, does. It provides a home for yes, birds and stuff yes, and animals. Yeah. Yes. So she kind of found this whole thing and then it had the Greek. Was it Greek? Uh-huh. I think that's Greek. It is. The Greek spelling or whatever. And she was like, what about this? And at first we were like, mm, different. you know, and then the more we thought about it, we were just like, yeah, that's awesome. And then some people say cactose and like relate it to toes, yeah, yeah. which is really, it's just cactose. But like, you know, they relate that yeah. themselves. Yeah. And that's yeah. like, hey, works it for works. us. Yeah. yeah, it totally yeah. works for us. But yeah, we just wanted a name that was like meaningful had some purpose and represented Arizona since the cotton's grown here yeah. and the different things. And and it wasn't trademarked. So we were able to trademark yeah. it, <laughs> yeah. which was a huge win. Yeah. Was that a long process to get it trademarked? Yeah, yeah dude. Like two years, a year and a half. Really? It's yeah, super we had a different long. We had a different name and the name, you know, we thought that, you know, that it comes back and... Yeah, we had a trademark attorney, and he took a look at it, and then it was like, you know, hey, I think it can get passed, and then we went, th- we went for it, and then it came back, and I said, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, and, it's know, a long we, process. You know, fight it, and then we're like, yeah, let's try to fight. He's like, yeah, I think we can fight it and win, and so then, anyway, so then we got to a point where it's like, you know what, that's just not what we want to do. So yeah. that so also glad. evolved. Yeah, you know, there's the, the biggest thing is, and I think that you know the lesson that can be learned is that when you when you actually go out and do something, you're going to learn. You know what I mean? And how do you adjust and adapt on the fly? And I think that's the most important part of this whole thing. It's like, you know, we thought we had these ideas on how we're going to make it work, and you know, you learn as you go. You get a little bit more information, and yeah. and you know, curveballs happen or whatever it is, and it's like, how do you how do you deal with them? You know and usually, I mean? it ends up for the best. Like we yeah. now like. I love our name. Connecting the dots. Going, I love, yeah. You know, going backwards. And Super cool. Just like, going forward. I love that it's an everyday sock rather than a fun and crazy that you have yeah. to have a specific outfit to match yeah. with it. Yeah. Right. You know, not so much for boys, but for women. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. So anyway, that was, that was the name. And it was a very long process. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so... Did, did you guys want to use a cotton here from Arizona the whole time? Because Arizona is a, like, we grow cotton here. People know that. So we're not or, from here. Arizona, yeah, we didn't right. know that. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, the, so here's what's crazy. Again, going back to kind of, you know, to Kristen and kind of her using her expertise and, you know, in the industry, yeah. basically said, we want, we want quality. Right. We want speed. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I mean, you know, and we wanted lower minimums essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. And we wanted kind of the flexibility with, with your, you know, manufacturing. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happens is it's all about all quality, all quality, all quality. I think that's why we went into US, USA made because a lot of times it's hard with the quality control and because if you have anything proprietary, a lot of times it gets, you know, I'll be honest. I mean, we went one of, one of our competitors. We knew exactly where they were getting their socks made in China and they basically said, you know, here's a sock, you know, we, they put our, you know, they made a sample for us and we put our design on their sock uh-huh. and I looked at it and was like, that is not my sock. Yeah. That's somebody else's sock. I don't like, I don't want their sock. I yeah, want yeah. something for me. So, you know, this whole quality piece, if we wanted to do, you know, the Pima cotton stuff, we needed to do way higher runs, right, overseas. We needed to do, instead of 1,000 per, we needed to do 5,000 per. 5,000. And we're thinking to ourselves. Wow. Yeah, we're thinking to ourselves, man, we don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Again, transactional versus relationship-based. And so so basically, um, you know, with the cotton piece, we looked at it, and it was all about quality. 
what's the highest, the best cotton there is? It's the Pima cotton. It's the Supima stuff, right? And guess what? It's grown here in Arizona. Oh my gosh. And you know what's really yeah. cool? We went out to the dang harvest last November. And That's we went out there the and we sat on a tractor, man, with this dude, these guys, these fifth family, fifth generation family farmers, man. And we're out oh. there on the, you know, on the harvesters and we're talking no, I, to them and mm-hmm. we've got pictures and videos and I mean, they send us Christmas cards and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we become really good buddies with awesome. them. Yeah. And I don't cool. know how many other brands can actually say that they know their manufacturer really well, yeah. that they know that they, you know, that they know the guys that are growing the cotton for them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like for us, that's again, it's all about relationships. Again, we want to have a positive impact on other folks. We want to have relationships with people all up and down the supply chain. Um, we realize it's a business. We realize that we need to make money. Um, but for us, you know, it, money's not what drives us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it's the relationship piece and it's the impact piece. And from a product standpoint, it's all about quality. Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. Has there been like a particular type of marketing that has worked better than anything else? There's a lot of ways in which we can, you know, we don't want to necessarily narrow ourselves down to one. And quite frankly, I'll be honest, you know, it'd be really, really easy for us to take the money, take money and invest it in Facebook ads, right? You know, have it on Instagram or have it on Facebook, yeah. sponsored ads as you're scrolling through. And we probably get a lot, we get customers a lot faster that way. It's not why we started this deal. I'd rather take that money that we would spend in all those ads or that advertising because marketing is really, really expensive, man. For sure. Yeah. And I'd take that money and take it and give it to, you know, and, 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 give product or socks you know on well, people's feet that's what we did so we did. when COVID hit we put a thing on our instagram and said put a little post out there yeah like for healthcare workers that I are saw on the that. front yeah. line yeah. like we'll send you socks so the first thousand we just did from what was at home and then i mean they went like that and we sent them we shipped them ourselves and did all that. Yeah. And then we had so I had eighty five hundred emails wow. in my email. Really? For requests yeah, we, for we, socks. We did we just wanted to help out. Like I mean, you know, going to this whole team thing, this whole team concept. You got guys that can play, you got guys that, you know, sit the bench, you got guys that give out the water, you got guys that wave the towel. We realized in this whole COVID situation and pandemic, right? We're the guy at the bench bench end of the bench waving the towel, cheering on the, you know, the healthcare professionals yeah. that are out there fighting the fight, you know what right. I mean? And we're yeah. like, hey, well, how do we play our part really well? We want to give out a free, you know, for those people that reached out to us, we'll give you a free pair of socks to let you know. We know you're on your feet all day long. Yeah. We know yeah. that you, you know, have a probably a, an understanding of a good quality pair of socks. 
we just want to let you know that we care about you and that we're grateful for what you're doing for us. That's so cool. And the response was overwhelming and it was yeah. kind of crazy. So we gave out our first thousand and after that, I was like, listen, and then we I can't like, just give out socks all the time. <laughs> you know, I can't. We I didn't can't have 8,500 pairs of right. socks to give out. Yeah. So then we asked people to help us and kind of did a whole campaign, raised like $14,000, oh. pretty much just from like friends and family wow. and people around us. Um, and then we were able to place Went all the a huge order for the manufacturer. Wow. So we're, we sent out a lot. I mean, 2,500 last round and we're waiting for our second shipment. So we can finish all of those that's super cool. healthcare things. So that's kind of so, how we've done it. I mean, basically, yeah. it's just like, hey, listen, we care about you. And you know what? We know we have a really high quality product. And we know that the product hopefully will, will sell itself. Well, we want yeah. it to bring a little bit of comfort, Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, in their things. And yeah. I didn't even realize how great our socks were till I started working. Yeah. You know, and I work at Crumble. And I'm baking cookies all morning long. And I'm on my feet eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. And I started like... Luckily, one of our socks matches their, you know, color scheme scheme perfectly. So I just took those socks and I wear them every day. And I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference. That's cool. I was going to ask if you guys wear them on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, you pass the test. We do and I do (laughs) at work. I just don't work today. But yes, I wear them every single day. That's cool. Yep. I really like what you guys did. Obviously, this isn't the reason you guys, you know, gave out the free socks, but it's a right. huge branding thing as well. Like you give out all these socks. I know that's not why no, you did it, but not. now now the people next time they want a pair of socks, you guys are probably gonna be the first people that pop into their head. The bottom line is we know we have the best socks that are out there. Yeah. I mean that's the way we feel. We're biased, of course, right? Yeah. But we also know that we use the high the highest quality cotton. Well, how do we know? Because it's twice as expensive as any other cotton. Mm-hmm. We know that we're made in the United States and we have a really, really good manufacturing. We know that the quote unquote ingredients that they put in there, you know, besides the cotton, the lycra, you know, the spandex piece that actually gives it the, you know, the stretch, uh-huh. we know that it's top notch, right? So we know that the, that the ingredients are in it. We know that the guy that's been doing the socks has been doing it for 50 years and knows exactly what he's doing. So we know that it's high quality. Mm-hmm. So we're like, hey, you know what? We know we have a high quality sock. And we know that people that put it on their feet, they'll look at this and be like, wow, you know what? That's unique or that's different than what I'm getting elsewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's why, yeah. And so that's our, our hope is that when people look at that, they think of quality. They think of, you know, people that are out there trying comfort. to do good, you know, comfort, exactly comfort. And they're like, you know what? I need another pair. I need more pairs of socks. Yeah. You know? And yeah, you know what? It's more expensive for us to get it made manufactured here in the United States. No question. And yeah, it's more expensive for us to get it, you know, to use high quality materials. But you know what? It's worth it. It's what we are. It's who we are. That's it's all cool. in search of quality. And you know what's crazy is we don't have, you know, we're not in the retail space where we have, you know, overhead because we have, uh, you know, an office space. We're going direct to consumer. And mm-hmm. I think the direct to consumer, you know, uh, platform allows people obviously to be able to focus a little bit more on quality. And we're yeah. seeing every single day more and more big retailers that are going out of business because their business model is, is backwards. It's yeah. it's irrelevant r- irrelevant anymore. And we feel For very sure. fortunate to be in a space where we've turned our stinking you know, dining, dining room, room is yeah. now which the we never used anyway. How many people use their dining room these days? You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? Yeah. You don't. We just turned our dining room into Cactus office. We got three or four shelves in there and we got our inventory on there. She's got a little sewing machine because she sews all the tags on there and, oh, you know, awesome. by hand and our daughter clips them and then we got our kids that pull them off the shelf and stick them in the bags. And uh, so it's a whole family it. affair. Absolutely, man. We work together as our kids and it was really cool that healthcare campaign is we had a little dot, a little pin and we had a little... Uh, had we a, have a map. We have a map. Oh, USA I just saw map. that. Yeah. yeah. 
and just start sticking them Which, all over the place. That was a small one, and the stickers were too big, so I ended up getting like a big map yeah. and like pins, so we That's can like do cool. it legit. And it's That's it's cool. it's, it's, it's very satisfying cool. to yeah. it's very satisfying to watch your, your your product. You know that they're in somebody's sock drawer or some laundry bin. You know, in all these different places. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, you know what, cool. man, that's, <laughs> we're in all these different houses. It's kind of a cool thing. And, yeah. and uh, you know, all the feedback that we get are that these are great socks and that they're well made. And, and um, you know, it, that's, you know, the Latin culture says, vale la pena. It means worth, worth, worth the pain. You know what I mean? Worth the effort <laughs> is really what it is, right? Because it really has been, in some sense, it's been painful, right? Oh. I mean, and quite frankly, it's been a lot slower to get it done here in the United States. But, Again, sure. this is to us. It's a long-term project. You know, it's yeah. it's it's more long-term. It's not now, 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 now. It's like if you can be patient and you can do things the way that you think is the right way to do things and build a quality product and connect with people on a human level, we think at some point that that will you know reach a tipping point and we'll we'll be where we want to be. That's super awesome. cool. So if you guys don't you know spend all your money on marketing, how do you guys I guess market or you know let people find you? How do people find out about Cactus? Yeah, they find out through our uh, through our Instagram social feeds. Most Instagram is probably our most popular one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just Cactos, K A K T O S, Cactos, and then our Facebook page as well. And then a lot of it is is word of mouth, right? I mean, people, of it's word of mouth, or you know, people give them as gifts, and then the people are like, <gasps> "These are awesome! I gotta get more." Sure, to us, that's the most powerful. Everybody yeah. knows that that's the most powerful. Second orders are my favorite orders. Yeah, because the first yes. ones they're just like trying it out. Yeah, and then when I get a second order, I'm always like, second orders are our favorite orders. Yay! Yeah. I'm glad you love your socks. So you what, know? She, what she's talking about, we actually handwrite the notes. Yeah, really. So that's I a personal touch that, when yeah. we get in there. So when the te- when they actually get in there, we have like a little you know little card, cute little card, and I she writes a little handwritten little note and... saying, "Hey, you know, hope you love your like enjoy your cactus socks as much as we've enjoyed making them, and you yeah. know, go out and do good or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so for us. Cool. It's, it's it, different every time, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's all hand. Yeah, but it's all handwritten. It's the personal touch, and so for us, the marketing piece is, yeah, we'd get customers a whole lot faster if we paid for them. If but. we paid for them, but we think that if we can be patient enough, and we know we have a good enough product, that if people can wear them and enjoy it and connect with the brand, mm-hmm. that they'll go out and they'll talk to their friends, and that they'll wear them and they'll put them on their feet and be like, you know what, we really like these, and we like what these guys stand for. You know, we're customers for life. That's awesome. That's it. And that's and it's really, really trust me, man, it's really, really hard to be patient. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> really Especially when you know you could probably just throw some and money into very disciplined. And... To be disciplined is very, very hard to do. It's hard. And we're not saying that we've done zero of, you know, you know, sponsoring posts or to try to boost posts, especially when we're pretty trying to pretty close to zero. But, but I, mean, <laughs> pretty close. I mean we're trying to be we're trying to be disciplined. And it's hard to as a as a as a as a business owner, um, a small business owner, it's very hard to be disciplined because it's easy to get distracted. Um, so if you can define who you are and what you want to be and stick to that as best you possibly can, um, I think, quite frankly, if you're trying to build something for the long run, that's probably the best approach to take. That's my, cool. just my Just my take. Yeah. You guys have made it super clear that you know your intentions are to, to make an impact and help people. So how do you see Cactus moving forward being able to continue to to just make an impact on people's lives. Yeah, I think we want to continue to partner with, you know, with causes that are out there helping people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And whether that's, you know, there's a there's a lot of what we want to do is we want to shine a light on people going out doing good things because I think that we live in an environment where we talk a lot about the negativity and the things that, you know, the ideas or the beliefs or the, you know, the politics that that divide us as people, as humans, as Americans. And uh, and I think that there's way more good in this world that we just don't talk enough about. 
And so what we'd like to be able to do is partner with people that are out doing really, really good things that are out there, that are helping other people, that are yeah. being impact, you know, being having a positive impact on other people and partnering with them and saying, how can we help you with that, with yeah. that piece? I think that's kind of what we're, what we're looking to do and build those relationships with those types of people and organizations. That's awesome. It's probably the most succinct answer I've given you this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> Wasn't expecting you to be done so quick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, caught me off guard, man. <laughs> uh, what do I say next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, um, and how about the two of you? How do you guys like separate your roles within the business? I'm like the customer service person. Okay. Okay. So I deal with shipping as well. Yeah, and shipping. I um, because my handwriting's terrible. <laughs> so like, if you're gonna get a personal note from me, it's like, dude, it your handwriting's terrible. pretty bad. Yeah. I deal with all the happy customers, which is ninety nine point nine percent of them. Yeah, yeah, of course. But occasionally there's stinkers, and I'm yeah. like, Daniel, here's yours. Because <laughs> I'm not like, I'm very like to the point, and you know, he can be like, all right take a step back uh-huh. and like, you know, say things properly and nicely. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever, you don't like our socks? Well, 99.9% of everybody else does. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Forget you. No. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, he deals better with that and I know that. Uh-huh. Same with like our family. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, yeah, and I think the biggest thing for me is I'm trying to provide direction, you know what I mean, and some yeah. patience, and so sometimes that's that's hard to do because we all have, you know, we have day jobs, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean, and, you know, the other the other two ladies that are part of our team are, they're same thing, they have day jobs, and so it's really hard to, to try to balance both, but I think the biggest thing for me is just reminding us that we're, that we're building something long-term. Um, quite frankly, I want it to be a legacy piece, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'd love to have the manufacturing piece at some point, and I'd love to be able to provide some local jobs for people. Yeah. I'd love to get my kids rearing out there to teach them how to work a little bit, you <laughs> know what I mean? And be like, hey, if you want something, it's going to take some work, and that's okay. And um, and it's also, again, it's all about the quality piece, right? Like quality and speed are things that we really, really value. Mm-hmm. So how do we, you know, do those things? Because we're a small sock company, and it's, sometimes it's hard to get – the attention of a manufacturer when you're not doing hundreds of thousands of dozens all the time mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so sometimes it takes us a little longer to get their attention and sometimes that's frustrating so at mm-hmm. some point it's like hey what if we can you know what if we owned that piece of the a piece of the pie or a piece of that yeah the production piece so so that's for us the end goal. and that's what that's where my brain goes so ask so when you ask well, how do i balance that that's what i look at is kind of he's the future. looking at future I'm fulfilling orders, day-to-day operations, shipping stuff. them yeah. out, writing yeah. the notes, you know, tagging the socks, just yeah. doing all of that. Yeah. Stuff. Has there ever been a point where you guys like have gone through hurdles or or struggled where you're like maybe we shouldn't be doing this, maybe there's something else we should do, or has everything been pretty clear so far that this is what you guys should be doing right now? I don't know. We burn the bridges. You know what I mean? Like you know, you, or you burn the burn the ships. You know, at the beginning, you, know, you go and you're the commander, and you decide, hey, we're going to burn the ships so you can't retreat. Like we're here and we're going to do this, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we kind of had to take that approach. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we're committed to doing this, so yeah, we're going to yeah. figure out a way to make this. I thing try work. to jump off sometimes. Yeah, well, the ship is in the water, already on fire, man. So, so like we're on we're on, land, we're on land, and you can't take a little canoe or rowboat back to the main ship. I mean, that's just the way that it is. And so, yeah, there's been times, there's always times when you have self-doubt and you ask yourself, should we be doing this or, excuse me, or should we not be doing this? And, uh, 
you know, again, what motivates you? Understanding mm-hmm. like really, really what, you know, why, your why. Like yeah. start with, you know, Simon Sinek always talks about, you know, starting with why or like why, why are you doing things? And I'm a big person on, on purpose and understanding why you want to do something. Why you want to do it? Well, you want to do it just to make a bunch of money? Well, okay, fine. Well, go do a million things. Like why are you doing this? Yeah. You know, oh, I want to get rich. Well, is that, I mean, for me, that doesn't motivate me. Yeah. You know I mean, what for I mean? Some Everybody does, else, it might. For me, it's just like, no, man, I want to have a positive impact on other folks, and I know that I can do that through doing this. That's what I want to do. I want to work together with my family, and that's what motivates me. So understanding why are you doing this, why are you doing this, why are you doing this, and trying to take more of a long-term approach instead of a, you know, everybody talks about, you know, and I think we sensationalize or highlight get rich quick or overnight, you know, the buzzword overnight successes. Sure. Bullcrap, man. There's no such thing as an overnight success. You know what <laughs> I mean? True. Like you may grow crazy fast when you start the business, but getting to that point, well, it's a, long, a ton of work. Yeah, and no one sees that. That's it. Exactly. Or guess what? The Bobbicks 10 years ago, 15 years ago, left BYU and went to Oklahoma State and that experience has helped prepare them for something 15 years right. later down the road that yeah. nobody really talks about. You know right. what I mean? And so like yeah. each one of us have experiences in our lives that prepare us for quote unquote overnight successes and so that's what i would remind people of man it's just like listen you know try to be patient you know try to stay after it understand why you're doing this thing and there's gonna be time when you doubt there's no question there's gonna be times when your wife hates you you know what i mean there's gonna be times when you're just like you know shoot am i doing this but i but but i know that this we're supposed to be doing or i feel like it you know what i mean so it's like all right keep going yeah well that's a huge reason why we did this podcast as well like you see all these businesses all you see is that they're they're running there's people buying their stuff they're successful but kind of being able to talk to people you hear the backstory you hear all the the hours and days and years leading up to that point of success and what they had to go through and the hard times basically Mm -hmm. that lead up to the paper routes experiences right (laughs) you got those deals right well a lot of people say like isn't it supposed to be easier than this like shouldn't it just be shouldn't things just work out if they're supposed to work out it's like no, like no, you have dude. to go through hard times. You have to. You don't appreciate it if it's not. Oh hard. yeah, yeah. If it's easy, you don't appreciate it. It's so true. It's so true. It's just like when your parents give you something when you're young, you break it, you destroy it, you don't really care. Yep. But then when you get older and you're buying things and like somebody else breaks your like yeah. stuff, you're like oh, like a part of you breaks. You're like totally. Oh, that's like that's that like hundred bucks right there, man. What am I gonna do? Or but, like I'll take my daughter shopping. And it's amazing how yeah. her pile grows when right. I'm buying. Yeah. But then when I'm like, okay, you're paying for this. Oh, oh, I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah. I don't. Need, okay, I like this. So then it's yeah. like, okay, that's what you really care about. You just value it. Exactly. There's more value to it. Yeah. Exactly. So. So. It's yeah. okay to go through hard times. You don't appreciate it if it, mm-hmm. if it comes too easy. Yeah. Bottom line. That's what just life in general. Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. Do you want anything great? It's hard hard work but you have to be you know you have to be committed to it burn the bridges or you know burn the burn the ship so to speak you have to you know you have to know why you're doing it so that when hard stuff does come it's not like oh well i just pack pack up and go you know what i mean <laughs> you know and well, you know, lots are dangerous sure. and nobody's saying that you know you have to be stupid about it right I and mean, nobody's saying you have to be financially you know irresponsible on, on certain yeah. things well you know these Bobbit characters, man, they seem you know, seem to just keep on going and going and going. I mean, you're like, wait a second, man, you gotta make you gotta make good financial decisions. It has to make sense to be able to do that. Well, right? and we both have full time jobs on top of what we're trying to do, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. Yep. Is the goal so. eventually to step away from those full time jobs and? You know, it would be. I mean, I'd love to coach. I love coaching basketball. Yeah, I think yeah. they, I think the goal also would be. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I'd love to, a way I see, where I see Cactos, I see Cactos as being kind of, a, being an everyday sock, having stuff for men and women, um, you know, and then getting into even, you know, some athletic type stuff. And yeah, athletic awesome. mm-hmm. experience yeah you industry. know, because it's important to me, right? I mean, I think that there's, an, there's a space in athletic. I mean, obviously you're competing with the big the big dogs and Nike and Adidas and right. the Armour and all those guys, right? But I think that there's still a niche that, that we can play play out there. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to have the manufacturing piece. You know, at some point, uh, I'd love to employ some folks. I'd love to have some stuff here in Arizona, man, right here in Mesa and, you know, kind of the East Valley area to be like, hey, you know what? We got a small little knitting facility here in, in Arizona and we're providing, you know, jobs for in the local economy. And I think that's all exciting. And plus, I think from a strategy standpoint, it just it makes sense for, for who, who we are, and what we're trying to do. That's hard to do, though, man. I mean, it's yeah. easy to say, oh, yeah, I want to have some knitting machines. It's like, holy smokes. Yeah, there's so much. Because even yeah. with the cottons, you have to get them dyed certain colors. And, like, yeah. there's a lot of just, moving parts. There's a lot of moving parts. It's so you have crazy. To be, so you have to be smart with it and stuff. But, I mean, I'd love to be able to, you know, to be recognized, you know, our products to be recognized as high-quality products that are made here in the United States and that, mm-hmm. you know, that are everyday and people, you know, have love them and, and, and love what we stand for and are a part of what we do you know it's really interesting so somebody told me when at Oklahoma State you know we hit this you know you know look on YouTube you know Oklahoma State Final Four whatever there's like a shot and one of my teammates made and I've had people come and tell me like man I remember it's like almost one of those things where you remember where you were you know what I mean like I re- if you're an Oklahoma State fan right like hey I remember watching you guys and I was at you know my grandparents house or yeah, I was yeah. at my living room or I was at the restaurant or I was at the wherever I was right yeah. and <laughs> that's kind of like and those people like I realized that those people were, I was bringing or our team was bringing them happiness and joy, and they felt connected to what we were doing. And my goal is, is not just to sell socks. Yeah, sure, you want to be able to sell socks, but I want to be able to create a community and a group of people that feel like they're on this journey with us. You know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. they look at what we're doing and being like, "Wow, I'm a part of that." Wow, you know what? I remember when Cactos did X, Y, and Z, and how I contributed to that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or how I feel connected to that brand, and I'm really proud to be a part of that of that group or that mm-hmm. that team, you know what I mean, for lack of a better term. And that's hard to do as a brand, man. I mean, I think it's really, really hard because, yeah. you know, a lot of it's transactional and, and mm-hmm. that's why, you know, that's why it's hard to succeed. But again, the yeah, patience piece sure. and the discipline piece is really, really hard to do, but it's it's critical to success. Yeah. And having that vision of like where you want to go, that's what gets me up all the time. Yep. It's so like that's what keeps, you know, like, holy crap, this is so hard or you know what, this is not yeah. as fast as yeah. I wanted or whatever. It's like, wow, what, why am I doing this? It's like, relax, man. You're able, you're, you're able to do that right now. And mm-hmm. so, so enjoy that. And then keep, keep learning and keep getting better and keep figuring out what the next step is and yeah. go from there. So Sweet. anyway. Yeah, that's super cool. Well, guys, I uh, really hate to, to stop us where we're at, but I want to be sensitive of the time you guys have taken out of your day um, to come do this with us. So we're super appreciative of all the knowledge and inspiration you guys have shared with us. But before we close up, uh, we have a fun little game that we want to play with you guys. So how it's going to work is you guys have 60 seconds on the clock to answer as many questions as you can. These will all be rapid-fire questions, um, things that you like, your hobbies, interests, etc. So Ridge will start us off in three, two, one. Superpower you wish you could have. Flying. Uh, favorite junk food. Snickers. Um, music you turn on when nobody is around. Country. No. If you were stuck on an island, what would you bring? My sandals. If you, if you could have dinner with anyone in time, who would it be? Oh, crap. Uh, oh, that's hard. Fast. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll ask you then. Dinner with anyone in time. Uh, 
Steve Jobs. Um, what's your spirit animal? Definitely not a sloth. I'm like a magical unicorn. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, best business book you've read? Good to great. Um, TV show you could binge watch? Ooh, 24. Nice. If you could swim in any liquid, what would it be? Any liquid? Yeah. Salt water. Oh, boo. Um, if you could turn a like a fake object into something that was living, what would it be? Oh, definitely my bread mixer. Nice. <laughs> I, I, have, I have one that I wanted to ask him. Me too. I know what you're going to ask. So we ran out of time, but since we got a basketball guy here, we got to ask Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Oh my gosh. LeBron Jordan. James? Are you kidding me? No way. Jordan, man. I thought you were saying All right. There we go. We have to delete this whole podcast. MJ, man. MJ. Michael Jordan. MJ, hands down. Sweet. Thanks for having us, guys. Really You're appreciate it. Thank you. Sorry for talking so much. Oh no! And you guys have given so much good information. I just wanted to see real quick if you guys had like one last piece of advice you would give to a young entrepreneur. What would it be? Believe in yourself. I think believe in you know why you're doing things. Understand really why you want to do stuff. Yeah. And in my opinion, it can't be money. It can't be because I want to make a boatload, a truckload of money. Um, you know, so so know why you're doing something. Believe in yourself. Well, and I know it's going to be hard. Yeah. Just prepare and, yourself that it's not going to be easy. Yeah. And there's no, you know, plan on it taking longer than five years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Definitely. A lot of people just think, oh, it'll just take me a year or two years. No big deal. And I'll turn, I'll flip this sucker and yeah. we're good. It's right. like, well, no, just doesn't wait, work like know, that. Plan, plan for at least five years, for at least five years. So good. anyway. Awesome advice. Why don't best. you um, tell our listeners where they can find you guys if they're wanting to get some cactus socks? Uh, our website is just cactos.com. K-A-K-T-O-S, cactos, yeah. yeah. Instagram is at cactos. Facebook, cactos. There we go. We're pretty much just cactos. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> pretty, easy to remember. Pretty, yeah, pretty easy to remember. So, you know, for us, it's it's exciting to meet new people, and we're grateful for all the new customer, or customers that we have or people that are taking interest in our story and want yeah, to be a part of what sure, we're trying yeah. to accomplish. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool guys. Connect okay. with us. Thanks for your time. Yeah, yeah no, thank you, you guys. It's been good. <laughs> all right, we'll catch you all next week.